Tandem Nomads, episode 88. We all want to live a fulfilling life and an exciting entrepreneurial journey. But what are we actually doing in our day-to-day life to make that happen? Hello, Nomad Nation. This is your host, Amel Dregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads, the platform designed to help expat partners turn their dual career challenges into a successful, portable business. I'm very excited as this episode is the first episode of the third season of Tandem Nomads. As some of you know, I've decided to shake it up a bit and make it a new format for Tandem Nomads. So from now on, you will hear more of me and more of practical tips in the area of business and marketing. I will deep dive with you into some strategies that can help you grow your business and make the best of your entrepreneurial journey while moving from a country to another. And in every episode, I will share with you some resources and uh, tips that you can implement in your business right away. I will still continue once in a while to share with you some great stories and invite some amazing guests on the show to share with you their journeys and insights and experience. Because I truly believe that we learn from others and we'll cover it in this episode. But I do want to make sure to make of every podcast episode now a little bit of a mini a free mini training for you so that you can really implement practical tips on top of staying inspired. So I will be here to continue to inspire you, but also provide you the knowledge you need. Speaking of inspiration, I do believe indeed that inspiration, knowledge and creativity are the fuel of a fulfilling life and a successful business. Specifically in business, I think these are the vital components to be innovative and competitive in your field. So in this episode, I want you to ask yourself, how are you feeding your creativity on a regular basis, integrating it in your habits and avoiding to getting caught in the day-to-day aspects of your life and business? Also, I want you to ask yourself, how do you stay up to date with the latest trends and come up with new ideas to be on your A game even in busy times? So in this episode, we will cover my three pillars to integrate in your life and your business to be able to stay inspired and creative and knowledgeable in all times. And in this episode, I have a great goodie for you. If you go to tandemnomads.com slash 88, you will be able to download the free resource I prepared for you, where you can see all the resources that have helped me and my business to grow and be creative. At the time this episode is air online, it's January 2018, and I'm sure that you are all super pumped and ready to kick off this fantastic, fabulous year ahead of us. So 
I want to take this opportunity to start wishing you a beautiful year 2018 and hopefully a fantastic year where you will turn every single challenge into great opportunities for you and your loved ones. So I can see right now through our Tandem Nomads community and my friends around me and my clients, everybody's so pumped every single time we start a new cycle. Everybody's super motivated and this is fantastic. But one thing that I've seen also with myself is as the year unfolds, things start getting a little more tricky. Life comes in and we sometimes end up just like a hamster in the wheel trying to juggle all the things of life. So what I want to do in this episode is to invite you to implement in your life that spirit that you have at the beginning of the year so that you can keep up with it and continue being pumped so that you can continue being inspired and on your A-game even in hectic times. It doesn't mean that you're going to be able to stay on top of it all the time, but by implementing the right habits, the right systems in your life and business right now, you will be able to avoid getting caught into the day-to-day life that's going to be happening for sure, especially as you get to grow your portable business. So As I'm really passionate about this topic, I wanted to spend some time to analyze all the different types of habits and systems and uh, methods that people use to be inspired in their day-to-day life and grow in their business and also be innovative and be on top of the trends. I also looked at what some of the major entrepreneurs do to be able to um, always continue to be on top of it, even when things get hectic. So what I realized is that there are three major pillars um, in the way to implement a lifestyle that will keep you inspired and motivated and creative. And I'm going to describe these three pillars to you and go deep into details, into examples of how you can uh, implement those three pillars in your life. So I will list a series of examples and it's going to be up to you to pick up those that work for you. However, at the end of this episode, I will have an action plan for you and invite you to be accountable and to take some actions after this episode right away to be able to implement the system that will keep you on your great spirit that you are in right now to kick off your year. And if you're listening to this episode in the middle of a year, it's still not late for you to take action and implement these tips that I'm going to share with you here. So here is the first pillar that I think that every person, no matter who, should observe in her or his life, but especially entrepreneurs who can get really caught very easily in the intense days they go through. So the first pillar is the importance to build a system to take care of your body and your soul. And in order to do that, there are three major um, other components. So let me first list for you the subcategories in the fact of taking care of your body and your soul. The first one is the importance of building healthy routines. The second one is in the opposite, leaving also time for spontaneity and chaos in your life. 
And the third one is the importance of once in a while shutting off and leaving the space for just being. So I want to dig deep in the importance of routines. I know that a lot of you know that, but it's one thing to know it and it's another thing to set, do it. And I really want to insist on this importance of building healthy routines. As I really like to say, I think humans are creatures of habits. And just notice, think about it. Look at how your day goes by. How are you waking up every morning and how are we are you going to bed? Are you waking up in a mindful way? Are you, you know, stopping your alarm and rushing to getting the kids up and taking care of the, of, um, the, the, the breakfast and then uh, rushing to your emails? And is it the way you're starting your day? If it's the way you identify with that, then I highly recommend you to pause a second and ask yourself, how can you start from now on building a morning routine or an afternoon routine or an evening routine that helps with being mindful and taking care of your body and your soul? I'm going to give you a few examples of things you can do, but I just want to insist on the importance of that, of really being mindful of how you're spending your day and what part are you controlling and what part you're not controlling. I used to work for a company that sells door-to-door and uh, for those who have been following for so long, you must have known how important this training I had by this company has changed my whole life. Um, I remember that one of the prerequisites to be able to be successful salesman was to have important routines. And I remember my manager used to tell me, good habits are the most difficult things to keep. It's the bad ones that are not easy to lose. <laughs> so really think about that. And I really want you to be proactive about that. I really insist about that. Are you waking up every morning mindful of what are your first actions in the day? And are you going to bed in a way that you are embracing the way the day finished and the way you're going to start the next one? So here's a little list of examples of things you can implement. Uh, It's up to you to, of course, choose what would work for you or not. But I do believe that these are some of the key practices that can really help you to make the best out of your day before you start getting wrapped into all the tasks that you have to do and all the people that you have to take care of. The first one, I think it's pretty obvious, is exercising. I was not an exercise freak before I started my business. And I can tell you that that had changed a lot in my life to start exercising and start building it as a must uh, thing to do at least a couple times a week. I really try to exercise every single day of the week if I can from Monday to Thursday. I just decided to give it a break on Wednesdays and uh, see how it goes. But very important to Move your body, basically. Make sure that if you, even if you don't like exercising, and that's how I started, actually. I really hated uh, sports and going to the gym. These were the things I hated to do. So the way I started is that I started by just stretching in my bed every single morning when my eyes open. The first thing I would do would be a self-care thing. I would wake up and embrace the day by stretching and embracing my 
the moment of taking care of my body. And that just took 10 minutes. So as soon as that, I continued doing that for three months. And once I realized that it was a habit that I could took easily and that became part of my routine, I could move to the next step. And I wanted to step it up a little bit. So I started going to the gym for 15 minutes. And one thing led to another today, I do go to the gym for 30 to 45 minutes, at least three to four times per week. And I can tell you that what happens when I exercise is that my brain is in, um, first of all, it gives me the time to listen to podcasts that I really love. And actually in the show note, in the, in the show note page, in the webpage of this episode, you will have uh, the freebie that I'm offering you where you can download the list of podcasts that I listen to. But Basically, it gives me time for myself to get inspired with content, and we'll talk about it later. But also, whenever you're looking for ideas and inspiration, brainstorming for something new you want to to start, I think that being on a movement can really help. So just a little tip, if you... If you're like blocked and need to find an idea or for a program you want to develop or an event or a title or anything, first of all... pause instead of doing it in the space where you usually work and do the hectic thing uh, pause and go somewhere different be in nature go outside or even go to a different room of your that you like in your home and second be in movement i i really noticed that when my body's moving i have much better ideas and inspiration um i got the idea of the podcast um new format when i was swimming at the end of the last year So when I was swimming, my body was in movement and I was like, oh my God, this is what I have to do and I have to do it. So um, this is really an important point about building routines. Find ways to make your body move, exercise or meditate, stretch. That's super important. The other healthy routine I would recommend you to do is journaling or at least observing gratitude. Gratitude is a huge piece of happiness. You cannot be happy in life if you're not grateful. And I think the grateful, more grateful you are, um, the more you open your spirit to observe the good things around you that can inspire you in life and business. So what I do is that I started journaling. I could, to be honest, not keep up with it every single morning or evening. But I do have my notebook next to my bed that I keep for me to do my gratitude or to leave a note about what has caught my attention. I also have a super cool tool uh, that is called Memento that I use to be able to journal uh, from my phone when a moment happens right away, put it on my phone because I really want to remember it. You can upload the pictures. So I'll put that tool in my resource guide that you can download on the webpage of this episode. So on top of exercising and meditating, think of ways where you can really practice mindfulness and gratitude. Uh, If you can't do like intense journaling, just at least have um, a small notebook next to your bed or any or on your phone or any place where you can put things down and and also you don't have to write your gratitude. I really highly recommend it. But what I do is that I don't necessarily write my gratitude every night. I do it once in a while. But what I do before I go to bed uh, is that I, I do express my gratefulness for the day. And I do try to be as precise as possible. What am I grateful for? I have one of my inspirational uh, guide online who is Marie Folio. Again, I'll let you see the link of Marie Folio on this resource that I built for you. 
But she says, she said something that really stood to my mind. Don't list all your reasons to be grateful, but choose one thing that you're grateful for every day and then um, say five things about it. You know, for example, if you're grateful about your children, list the five things of why you're grateful about your children. They make you laugh. They keep you busy. <laughs> they, um, they bring you new ideas. They might be the ones who inspire you. An example, uh, just a simple example. So observe gratitude and really be aware, be awakened about how you're spending your hours during the day. Don't let it just, don't let the day just take over um, your your control somehow. So very important. And I think in order to do that, it's implementing the routines, your daily routines that will make you be able to very naturally take care of your body and your soul. So on top of the routines, there is, it's great to be diligent with the routines and implement time and be in control of your time. But I also noticed that after a while, as I was being in control of my time, I had less and less time for other things than the things I have planned, like my, my work, etc. Until I had to really, in my time, plan time for chaos. So that's, I think, really important. Or at least not just chaos, but I would say spontaneity. So what I've done in 2017 was to declare Friday the day, the inspirational day, where I would not book any major meeting and I will just spend the day to read or do whatever I feel like I want to do. Maybe sometimes it's working, but I have to make sure that it doesn't become something intense, but I would actually have my mastermind meeting with my two very inspir inspirational ladies. Oh, and um, <clears throat> I will read articles, read books and things like that. But I have to admit that the more I got busy, the more that barrier of leaving space for chaos and spontaneity was taken over. So really important to try to do that. And if you can't like observe a whole day just for being spontaneous, I would say then try to build at least a moment in a day for that spontaneity, chaos and fun. For example, I wondered if I'm going to be able to continue to have a whole Friday that's an inspirational day. So I decided to commit with a friend to go to yoga class every Friday from 11.15 to 12.15. So that and my friend was is also the person who like makes me accountable to make sure to go and not cancel last minute. And when we have time, we actually try to have lunch together, either just for fun and exchange on how we're doing in our lives. And sometimes because we have the same interests, we tend to also brainstorm some ideas and I'm going to talk about it later. So um, I would really encourage you to think of that. How can you build that moment that's for you and for for staying inspired and doing that self-care of body and, so and soul. You know what? Here's the thing. I realized that in our world today, very few of us, at least me until I realized it, I never really just stopped to think. There's always a movement. There's always an action. There's always something happening. The more I got older, the less time I just sat and thought, I remember when as a child, my parents used to make a little bit fun of me because I was in the clouds. They would always say, oh, you girls are always on the cloud all day long. I think it must have been a good thing, I realize. Um, and I'm not doing it anymore. So 
I have planned every morning after my exercise to be in the cloud five to ten minutes. Not necessarily meditating, nothing, just sitting and that's it. <laughs> just let it happen, whatever happens. And you can't believe the ideas that came to my mind. And thankfully, I have that app um, that I mentioned in the resource guide that I used to put in uh, all my ideas and my notebook also. So really take the time in your routines to also build time for nothing, just nothing. And this is something that I realized that we do less and less in our lives. So very important. If you can make it more than 10 minutes or 15 minutes, it would be great. But at least 5 to 10 minutes, that's nothing. Just 5 to 10 minutes of nothing. I'm going to make a little joke with you here. But one thing I noticed with my husband, I hope he's not going to listen to the episode. He does that every day. And he does it in the restrooms. <laughs> so I always wondered why guys stayed in the restroom for so long. And he was just sitting and thinking. And it is amazing because maybe that's the time where you just want to, you know, instead of doing your business and going as soon as you can, maybe that's a moment to just sit and think and let it go. <laughs> Literally. I'm sorry for the image here. But yeah, I mean, this is it. Just take time whenever you can. Um, Take a moment to just be. And I think that's really important. The other thing in your leave the time for spontaneity and chaos. And the, um, I think it's also important to once in a while start something new. So on top of the routines, which is habits that you implement in daily life, it will be really good that once in a while you start new adventures, new games, new sports, uh, new activities, new people meeting new people. Start something new. And I think that's really important. Uh, for example, I'll give you the example of Tandem Nomads and what we're doing here together in this first episode and third season. It is important for me to shake it up and not just be comfortable with the way things are going. Once in a while, just try to make something that you used to be a little bit different or start something that's completely different from what you used to. Very important to shake it up a little bit, just like we're doing here today. And finally, in the third point of taking care of your body and your soul, uh, something that has been that was the first time that I did and that's been so useful to me is to shut off for a while. This was the first time in the two years of life of Tandem Nomads, even before actually when I had my consulting business, that I just shut off, that I just decided to not go online. I left a message on my email automatic responder giving the data will be back and I did not check my emails at all. Oh, I did not go barely on social media, um, nothing. I just shot it off with everything business related so that I can breathe and really regenerate and just went on holidays with my family. So the first pillar here, take care of your body and soul. I guess it can seem a very basic, but I do insist about these three components of taking care of your body and soul. So just to repeat the importance of your routines. Second, the importance of leaving time for spontaneity and chaos. And third, planning time to just shut off and enjoy life. Very important. So now the second pillar of how to stay inspired at all times and building the right habits. The second pillar is the importance of learning and curiosity. Um, 
this is something that is part of routines and what I covered, but it is a s- more than just taking care of you, but the active um, and proactive um, action of learning. And there's an article I'm going to put in the webpage of this episode called The Five Hours Rule. There was a journalist who studied what um, some of the top entrepreneurs like uh, Bill Gates, and opera, for example. So he studied what these people do and how much time they dedicate to learning. And they talked about this five-hour rule. Um, average entrepreneur, successful entrepreneurs spend five hours per week learning something new. And this is something that I really want to insist on, you know, and especially as I mentioned in the introduction of this episode, if you want to build a successful business, it's going to be highly, highly critical that you always stay on top of your game and be aware of the latest trends that are happening, the new technologies, the innovations, uh, and not just stick to maybe your industry, but also get interested in other industries, what they're doing, maybe they can inspire you in your business so very important to make that time to learn and be curious and include actually that time in your routines so I'm going to share with you some of the ways to learn and be curious as and it's up to you to pick what would work for you best but obviously the first way to do and I hope that you're a big book reader if you are a book reader, this is going to be very easy for you. I guess there's thousands and thousands and thousands of amazing books out there that can really inspire your business. I will also list mine in the free guidebook that you can download on this webpage of this episode, tandemnomads.com slash 87. So um, amazing books out there. But maybe you're not such a reader and honestly it's okay don't feel shame about it <laughs> but there are super great tools out there now like audiobooks that can allow you to read books without having to actually read them so um think of the option of audiobooks uh, with for example you can read try it on audible it's the amazon uh, audiobooks platform so um, reading is an amazing source of knowledge and 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 uh, information to be able to grow your skills and your knowledge about your industry so i really insist on that part it seems again obvious but i had to mention it and especially give you this tip of audiobooks that might be useful to you if you don't like reading Second, and I cannot (laughs) talk about it enough, it's podcasts. I think podcasts can be an amazing tool to be able to continue to be curious and learn and be inspired by other people, inspired by stories, but also tips. And you can see here, for example, how an episode can be a mini course by itself. So really, um, I want you to venture there and put podcast listening in your habits. It's part of my daily routine to listen to a podcast. And I have a couple of podcasts that I switch from. I think I'm going to renew a little bit my list for 2018. And um and actually, we have Lillian Small that you know that works in Tandem Nomads. I've been interviewing her on Tandem Nomads too, but she has been on my team for now a year. And she's starting a great platform called Expat Podcast Club, where you can have every week a one type of podcast show that will be shared with you. So don't hesitate to check that out. It's going to be in the resource guide that you can download too. And uh, on top of reading and podcasts, um, I guess also physical events like if, like um, going to 
clubs, um, well, entrepreneurial clubs, going to events, going to associations. I think it can, like I said before, being on movement is very important and meeting with other people. I'm going to talk about it a little bit later too, but super important to continue learning through courses, through events, anything physical. Not everything has to be online. So um, make sure to also maybe look at the events and, and the courses and trainings that are going on around you. It can be obviously the traditional way some universities do that. They offer like short-term training. Some libraries do that. I know in New York, the New York Library does amazing trainings for entrepreneurs. So if you're in New York, check that out. Um, but I'm sure you can look around you, um, some of the events that are happening in your field and make sure to go there and learn from other people's experiences. And also there's a lot of online courses, of course, that are amazing out there. And um, so make sure to, yeah, to put that time in learning something new and uh, keep up with your industry. I want to add another thing is social media, actually, um, as much as it's important to actually be in control because social media can be very overwhelming, but I know that I've learned a lot uh, through social media um, influencers and things like that. And one social media tool that's been critical for me is YouTube. I've learned most of the technologies and website design and podcast design. Every time I have a tech issue, I go to YouTube and I'm le learning so much from all these people online that share their knowledge on YouTube. So I would highly recommend that there's also TEDx that would be great inspiration um, yeah so there's also this website called Udemy uh, where you can find any course you want so I'll make sure to again list that in the show notes page where you can download all this list so this is the second part about learning curiosity and I really want to invite you to ask yourself very honestly this question, how much time are you spending in learning every single week? How much of your time are you dedicating to that? Really be honest to yourself and if you find out that it's nothing, not even half an hour to read something new, then I would really question what can you do to be able to implement that in your, in your habits. The third pillar and the final point is that I want you to be interested in others. I mean, knowledge comes from human beings and um, be curious about people, be interested in people, try to pay attention to your friends around you and the people you know around you. I'm pretty sure that some that happened to me actually, to know some friends and because we're friends, we don't necessarily talk about business, we just have fun and I realized that some of them have amazing knowledge. So it's why don't you just ask them questions and ask them to share their experience with you, even if it's not the same industry. And that's something that I really, I'm, I'm very surprised that sometimes with my friends, we don't talk about each other's jobs and everything. So I think it's interesting to really, you know, invite your friend for a coffee and tell them, you know what, tell me about your industry. How does it work? I did that with, you know, a couple of friends, a, a friend who works for international organizations, one that works in pharmaceuticals. And I've learned so much. And actually, it did inspire me in my business. So take the time to just talk to the people around you and really be curious about what they do, even if the industry they work in is not your industry or does not feel very interesting or sexy. So really try to put that effort into talking to people, learning for them. And here is other ways also to get inspired <coughs> I would invite you to involve your family and involve your friends, like I said, but also your kids. Um, 
if you have a business, you might be surprised how children can really understand what's happening in, in your world and might be really excited to participate to your journey. So you can always organize brainstorming with your kids. You can explain them in ways that they understand. But think about that. Think of creative ways you can involve the people around you. I know that um, in order, for example, to plan this new format of Tandem Nomads, we were on holidays with my husband. I did shut off, but I asked him to dedicate one hour with me to brainstorm on how can I innovate a little bit on this um, on this podcast and how could I introduce it and etc. So yeah, involve your family, even if you think that they're not interested, just try it. And if they're not, then they'll tell you. But don't be shy to do that. The second thing also is accountability partner. Find an accountability partner, somebody who has who has who's in the same level in of your journey and and also want to have an accountability partner, obviously, but somebody who's really highly driven as much as hopefully you are to reach their goals, but also brainstorm on each other businesses or whatever project you're working on. So very, very useful to think about who in your circles is somebody who you would see um, working on with on a regular basis. For example, you can meet every week for a coffee and exchange uh, alternatively on your businesses. For example, you can make one hour, it's my business, the following it's yours. And we exchange on what I have to achieve. And next week, the person will make sure that you did. And then if you're blocked and need some ideas, you can do brainstorming together. So really think about that. Accountability partnership can really be an amazing way to stay inspired and intellectually um um, how to say intellectually stimulated, but also learn from this person who might have experience you don't have. And in terms of partnerships, working with another partner might be also a way for you to grow your business and continuously um, bring to each other, you know, um, inspiration and creativity and ideas. So the other way for me that has worked really great is to work with somebody in my team. So Lillian Small that I mentioned is um, part of my team and uh, and it's amazing since I've been working with her to be able to have somebody with whom I can exchange and have a feedback from and versa versa. So really think about involving your team in your decisions is not because you're the one who's leading that you can't ask advice to your team or ask for feedback. Really important to be humble about that and really use the potential that people you work with have because I'm pretty sure if you are working with them is because they have that potential to help you and inspire you. So don't be shy about that. I would also encourage you to join associations, memberships, networks. Uh, sometimes it's free, sometimes it's not, but it might be a really good investment to invest in a club or something like that where you can see people regularly exchange and you might have sometimes, you know, some talks regularly um, that might bring you inspiration. So really, really useful. And finally, I want to share with you the power of masterminds. So a mastermind, for those who don't know here, is a group of people who meet on a regular basis to learn together, their, exchange their business situation and advise each other, but also learn together about something new. So sometimes a mastermind is led by a leader or a coach. Sometimes it's free and sometimes it's not. In my case, for example, I'm in a mastermind with two amazing ladies 
I want to say hi to Naomi and Marcel. And we've been doing this on a regular basis, every month meeting and talking about our businesses and supporting each other. And it has been amazing. I, honestly, it has brought me so much joy and inspiration in my business that I highly recommend you to build that system where you actually have, but masterminds are really like well-organized. It's not that you just chat, you have to have a goal for every meeting. And uh, sometimes you have things to prepare for that meeting. So think about that. How can you um, build a group of people on top? Maybe um, I mentioned the accountability partner. In this case, is more than just one person, basically. So think about that. So here we go. I hope that here I give you tons of ideas for you to think about. And I'm going to, before we end, um, suggest for you an action plan now to try to filter through everything. I Obviously, you cannot implement everything I shared, but I'm going to help you here to choose what works for you in a few minutes. But before I do that, I want to share with you one extra little tool that's really important so basically once you're going to implement all these things you're going to get ideas and get inspired hopefully and the thing is that it might not be the right moment to write it down and everything so it's important to think of ways where you can archive and keep trays of all the ideas that come along the way so i mentioned a few apps i'm going to put them again on the uh, show, the freebie that I have for you to download from the webpage of this episode, tandemnomads.com slash 88. So what I want you to do is to think what is the best way for you when you see how your day goes and when things happen and how your routine works. What's the best way for you to keep track of all those ideas that come? So some people like a simple notebook that they have with them everywhere. Um, I've been bookmarking. I've been having folders in my bookmark, uh, my um, in my um, internet browser and that has been quite useful i've been bookmarking all of that there's also some apps like i mentioned memento that i use but also evernote it's a great great tool to keep track of ideas and everything so make sure to once you built up the system to be inspired and keep up with the day-to-day -day life and still make time for that moment of light make sure to keep track of the ideas that come to your mind so you don't have to all the time have to search for it so that was a lot of insight so now that I shared with you all of this, I hope this was useful for you. I want to invite you to take action. And this is something I will try to do in every single episode to offer you an action plan. And I would really hope that you will share with me how it went for you. So here is the action plan now to build the system for you to be on your A game and not let the day-to-day -day life take over your inspiration and creativity. So I want you, number one, to choose at least one daily routine of self-care. doesn't matter how long, but I want you to make it consistent. So this is a challenge I really want to send here. The challenge is I want you for one month to pick that routine and do it every single day of the week. Okay, maybe not weekends. Okay, so... It can be either stretching, either meditating, either exercising. Uh, for example, I started reading the newspaper, which I stopped doing for a while because I had no time, uh, 20 minutes a day. So something like that. So I want you to take one routine of self-care that matters to you and stick to it for a month. And I hope that you'll come back to me and tell me how did that go. And if you struggle with it, then it means that either you have to push a bit more or change your habit and find one that works for you. The second is I want you to choose the time in the week that you will dedicate to, to read or learn something new. So 
Look at your week and look at when can you dedicate at least one hour if you can or half an hour if you can't um, to learn something new. So obviously you want to also look at what makes more sense for you to learn and that you would use for it. But I want it to become part of your routine to learn. And um, I would also recommend you to choose three to five sources of inspiration online to follow on a regular basis. And hopefully this podcast will be one of them for you. Third, I would like to choose one person or a group of people that you will reach out to to ask them to um, support each other in this journey, either an accountability partner, a mastermind, or you find a club that you can join or something like that. So three actions for you to take and I give you one month to do it and I would love you to come back to me and tell me how did that go. Just a recap. Number one, choose one routine you will do daily. Number two, choose one moment of the day during the week that you will dedicate to learning and choose one or a group of people that you will connect with on a regular basis to, for example, once in a month, if you can do more often, to be able to exchange on your business and any topic that passionates you so that you can stay inspired and enlightened. So I hope that you really enjoyed this. I look forward to hearing from you. How did that go? And again, tandemnomads.com slash 88 to download my list of all the resources I use to be able to kick off Tandem Nomads and also grow until today. It's a continuous growing list, but I hope that it will be useful for you and will get you some inspiration to you. Nomad Nation, thank you for your time. It was amazing uh, launching this first episode, a solo episode with you. And I really want to hear your feedback, honest feedback. So please leave your comment in the comment section or on uh, Facebook, either the group or the page. I really want to hear what you think about this episode. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. So stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.